Have you ever actually looked up why marathon runners poop themselves? Like, like I re- like we should ask Google. Like, what does Google say? You want me to ask Google? Yeah. Hold on here. All right. Why do marathoners poop themselves? According to Mental Floss, the lack of blood flow to the intestinal system <laughs> can cause a lot of disruptions to normal function. The bottom line is it causes irritation to the intestinal system. That can result in evacuation of bowel movements. <laughs> it says you're shunting blood away from your intestines and towards the muscles. The okay. lack of blood flow to the intestinal system can cause for a lot of disruption to normal function. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm glad you uh, asked me to do that. Like, we talk about poop all the time. I mean, it, I scientifically, me being in the sciences, I'd like to know why. Well, so Google... Speaking of Google, our last episode, we talked about sex in the city. Oh, yeah. My Google feed is filled with all the sex in the city news. <laughs> You're not going to be able to escape it now. All the time. I have sex in the city news every day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it happens way. with everything. Like if you, if I looked up gooder, I'll say gooder because mm. I'm looking at your gooder sunglasses. Yeah. I'm going to get ads for gooder later. <laughs> and, Put in you know, a good word for me so I can be an ambassador. Gooder. Could we get uh, Erica some? Uh, <laughs> oh, you want to be? Oh, we should uh, apply for that. I'm definitely going to. I think Trust we should. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should uh, start the show, though. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good idea. All right. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode six of the On The Runs podcast. Erica, what's going on? Not much, man. Guess what I got? Oh, is it a present? Is it a present? You got a <gasps> present. Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right. Pick it oh, out. I'm so excited. Um, I want, I'll take the gray one. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Oh, it is my new koala clip. I've been looking forward to this since you first mentioned it like weeks ago. Oh, You're welcome. This is wicked nice. So like, oh, let me describe this to you guys. Is this like a neoprene kind of thing? Definitely waterproof. Let me check and see if my phone can fit in this thing. Oh yeah, this is perfect. Perfect fit. Just listen to that. <laughs> this thing is butter. Oh, how nice. Oh, I'm so excited to try this. So we got, they sent us four. Mm-hmm. I don't have use for one. Well, I definitely do. I don't have a sports bra. <laughs> I mean, I could I could try out a sports bra to try one of these, but um, don't think that's in the plans. We, uh, thank you, Koala Clip, for thank sending you. these. Thank you. Oh, it's made for, for women by women. <laughs> well, there so you go. So you can't have one anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, uh, how was your week? It's been two weeks since we last talked. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had the usual work, um, but I do have some news, which I'm super excited about. Oh, boy. So I have been waiting on pins and needles um, for the beginning of the year because they were finally reopening the um, entry for Anchor Down this year. And they had to apply all of these qualifications this year since it's such a popular race and they had to have cut off somewhere. Anchor Down was the ultra you did in August. Yes, the one in August in um, uh, Rhode Island. So shout out to Dave, by the way. We're uh, we're coming back to to your home state, so maybe you can come hang. Dave, mark the date, August 12th? (laughs) That weekend. We'll we'll confirm. But but yeah, um, I actually got to... Um, apply as a preferred entry because I qualified for Anchor Down at Anchor Down last year. I think you had to do a minimum of 16 laps to, to redo the 12 hour, and I did 19, so I am back in for the ni- uh, 12 hour. So last time you got uh, second overall. Yep, second second woman overall. Woman overall, all yep. right. 
I'm going to play a little uh, flashback. You ready? Oh, sure, sure. All right. All right. She just did another pit stop, and then they go Erica Hamill is in first place. No pressure or anything. <laughs> Let's go. All right, go. So, so no pressure. Such good memories, though. I had so much fun doing that. Ho- hopefully, it's a little less humid. That's going to be a blast. We already got it in the calendar. Yep. We're going to try to get the camper down there. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, we'll take the On the Runs van. Yes. That will be a lot of fun. And we're going to uh, meet our friend. Which friend? <laughs> our friend. Oh, Callie. Fr- Callie. <laughs> but what's Callie doing? Callie is going big for the 24 hours this year. So I'm going to have some new competition and we're going to stay and we're going to cheer her on for a while and uh, see her crush her her race. Maybe we'll, uh, now that we got all this cool equipment, we can bring it with us there. We can get some extra content. That'll be a lot of fun. I yeah. hope you guys can keep busy because I feel so bad. Like I'm out doing my it thing and you're so just hanging out. Fun. <laughs> like It was so much fun hanging out, running around besides the humid. Oh, God, that was bad. Like, it actually kind of sucked at 4 a.m. when I try to get a nap. Oh, yeah. I can yeah. imagine just sticking to everything. But, yeah. So, how was your week? Well. <gasps> you have some big news yourself, sir. You, you see that on my uh, ring finger? You are wearing a wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> I got married on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, it was a small little fun get-together. Um, we have, uh, she has a big family. I have a little family i guess locally but we have plans to have a big party in the fall uh with Excellent. a lot of friends but i gotta tell you yeah i had this whole fiasco with my uh wedding suit <laughs> well not tell. really even a wedding tell. suit i just i got three suits and i have a favorite mm-hmm. so i brought, brought the favorite to the dry cleaners and i was like i'll pick it up thursday night so i go there thursday night and they closed at 5 30 i got there at quarter six i i i screwed up oh no <laughs> no big deal i'll go buy it the next day in the morning so i go in the morning new year's eve they're closed for the day no so it's not a big deal i said to myself actually just wear one of your other suits even though you don't love them as much Mm -hmm. and then buy a brand new one for the uh, party in the fall Mm -hmm. like you know drop some treat yourself drop some (laughs) pounds and treat myself yep i emailed them though like at eight in the morning and saying you know it's for wedding all this you know if anyone can get to that store i'll i'll get there and the owner, even though it's Dave's Quality Dry Cleaning, mm-hmm. I think it's the owner. His name's Sam. Mm-hmm. Or Sam's the guy who called me. Yeah. Sam called me at 12.15. I was on a jog. <laughs> We're getting married at 2. He calls me at 12.15 says, I can meet you there. I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. You know what? I can get there. All right. So we planned. Abandoned ship. We told Run people to done. meet <laughs> us at 2 o'clock. And it, I left my house at 5 of 1. Like, I had to run back to the house. And 501, I got to my truck, still all sweaty from my jog. <laughs> Why would some guy go running two hours before he gets married? I don't know. I just got to relieve some stress. I was bored. I needed to do something. You were bored. I had time to kill. <laughs> I ran down there to Dave's quality dry cleaning, which mm-hmm. is like 25 minutes. Got Holy my crap. suit. Well, it's three minutes from work. So that's why oh, I go there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Got the suit. You know, gave the guy a good, nice little tip. Yeah. And uh, got back in like 45 minutes. Not too shabby. Maybe even a minute or two less. Took a quick shower, had the suit on. And I will say this, even though I was the one who had the Fiat, the last minute code brown there, <laughs> I was not the last one to be ready. And it wasn't that Ashley wasn't ready. It was everybody else. Oh. So, yeah. Well, that is good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all worked out. It's it great. did. So, big episode. 
We are so excited. We are going to have our first guest on the pod. We have never done this. We are so nervous, but so happy to actually have somebody on. So my friend Denise is a big runner. Denise, I've actually haven't seen, I've only seen once since college. In fact, that was one time she came into uh, Plymouth State and had a party with us. Nice. But I went to high school with Denise and um, we reconnected through running, but not running together, just through Strava, Instagram, Facebook. We see, I see she does things like the Walt Disney Marathon. We'll mm-hmm. talk about Walt Disney Marathon, hers and maybe future Walt Disney marathons mm-hmm. later. So she's going to be on the pod, and I think we should bring her on and uh, fill you in with what she just did. She made a huge accomplishment in the year 2021, and she even has bigger plans for the year 2022. And the coolest thing is she runs her running buddy. It's a dog, Cubby. That's awesome. And we're going to share her Instagram, and you guys can all follow. And um you know, fall for the dog. <laughs> the dog's awesome. I definitely did. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, try to connect with her and make this happen. All right, everyone. We have our first guest here, Denise Javellis, our first ever on the runs guest who just completed running every day in the year 2021, tolling 1,905 miles. 837 of those miles were accompanied by her dog, Cubby. She started running in 2013 after she retired from competitive roller skating and needed a new <laughs> hobby. Awesome. Since then, she's competed in four marathons, 11 half marathons, a 50K trail race that I think we'll hear about later, and many other shorter events, 5Ks, 10Ks, the things we like to do. Oh, yeah. Um, her birthday, on her birthday, she likes to run her age in miles. I'm not going to share her age. <laughs> she can share her age, but it's a lot of miles. Well, <laughs> it's more than a marathon. And she does that just because it's fun. So anyways, Denise, we're pleased to welcome you to the show, our first ever guest. No pressure. The pressure's all on us. Let's give her a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Hey, on the run. Thanks for having me. So the first question that everyone's going to want to know is competitive roller skating. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, not quite normally what you hear about, but I had been competitively roller skating um, from 1995 to 2012. So a significant portion of my life. Um, And it's just like figure ice skating, but on roller skates. So there's jumps, spins, dance routines, sparkly outfits and all. Did you do this at Roller Kingdom? Like in Haverhill? Was it Haverhill? Yeah, Skateland and Haverhill. Skateland. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I would go there for like birthday parties and stuff as a nice. kid. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about this until I think I did learn you did this in high school, but really later, like when you did stop, you made some post on Instagram or something that's saying like, my career's over, you know, this was so much fun. And you had pictures of you like with trophies and medals and like, did you like, you, did you travel yeah. the country to do things? Yeah, I won my event at Nationals in 2012. Um, so National it was kind of a, a good time to to stop. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And then you're kind of like me is what, what we talked about. You, you said you really weren't a fan of running. You kind of hated running and then you picked it up. Yeah, I, I really hated running. I think I played soccer one year in high school and was not good at it. Like just did not enjoy running hard. Um, and then just as an adult, you kind of, you get bored and need some sort of challenge to keep going. So. Amen to that. So, <laughs> so high school, if they didn't pick up yet, I think I talked about it before we brought you on. You and I went to high school together. Yeah. Um, but we've kind of reconnected in the past few years. 
I, w- I wouldn't say through running, but because of running and because of Strava and Instagram and and we see each other doing these running events, whether it's a marathon, an Ironman, or just, just whatever, you're running on your birthday however many miles. Uh, we kind of reconnected that way, and it's kind of been fun because it's like a, a, a new sport that we pick up in our 30s um, that we didn't really take seriously or think we had to take seriously. Mm-hmm. And... I it's a new hobby of mine. I only ran in high school for training for hockey, but I hated it. I hated it up to five years ago. I avoided it at all costs. <laughs> Erica was the same as like yep. you, you played high school soccer, right? I did, and I was a midfielder, so that's all I did was run. And I was like, oh god, this is awful. And, and so. she, she didn't pick up running until after college. <laughs> yep. So we're all kind of the same there. Um, let's talk about the other important thing everyone wants to know about is Cubby. Yeah, Cubby's great. Um, he'll be six years old next month. Um, he's a rescue dog from the south. Did you get him as a? How old was he when you got Cubby? He was six months old when I got okay. him. So, we've spent the last like five and a half years together. Um, and he has grown to be the best adventure buddy and running partner I could have ever asked for. How did did you get lucky that he was a dog that could go running with you, or were you like, was that something you had in mind? That is absolutely something I had in mind. Um, he was really nervous when I got him. He had a lot of just anxiety and fear for the world and everything in it. So we had a lot of training and a lot of work to coax him into going out of the driveway or out on trails or places. But he has grown so much and it's been so much fun. And he ran 837 miles last year. That is insane. That's more than many people. <laughs> that is very that's, impressive. That's more than most people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I ran that many miles last year. So on my birthday, this past year was 35 miles for me. Um, and Cubby got up to a full marathon. That was my wow. goal. He has run 26 <laughs> miles in one, 26.2 in one setting. Wow. I remember I'm that. in awe of both of you for that day because you won't see me running my age anytime Did soon. Did you have to plan that like months in advance, like that he would have to train, get, get his long runs in to make a marathon? Yeah. Just like a person. That's, yeah. And then bring treats for him, water for him, treat like snacks for me, water for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and, <laughs> and you carry that. But sometimes I see on, on Strava, you'll maybe do a loop where you can loop back to your house for him or to get or to get yeah. snacks. Or do you mostly carry his snacks? Um, that time I carried them all. We were out for a full 26.2 that day. And then I came home, changed because it had been rainy in the morning and I had a snack and then went back out for the rest. April, right? Yeah. All right. So let's get back. Let's get to why I, I kind of want to bring you on is you just completed running every day for the entire year of 2021. And I remember when you started this and you would post some Instagrams like day one or day two, day 24, day 43. And I think I asked you like, are you going for the whole year? And I, I do remember you saying I'm at least going until my birthday, but you eventually did decide to do the whole year. And how did you, what, how did you come up with this goal to run every day and tell us what your standards were? That might be something we talk about with Erica here. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us how you, how you did this. Yeah. So it was honestly because of the pandemic. Um, I had been searching for a way to stay motivated, um, since like running groups were kind of sparse. Um, And I had seen some friends and strangers on Instagram who had done some type of run streak um, and thought it would be a fun new challenge. Um, And like you mentioned, I was posting them on Instagram. I chose to post every day as kind of like a way to hold myself accountable. 
um, somebody knew I was doing it. So <laughs> worked out. That's awesome. We, uh, we, we tried our own streaks. Uh, the highest I ever got was tw- uh, 47 days and I ruined it because I decided to go for a 6 a.m. bike ride uh, with one of my friends. And that very same day was the NASCAR race in New Hampshire. And I was like, I'll run after the race when I get home. And that didn't happen because I had way too many uh, 12-ounce cans that I was lifting. And I did take a nap thinking I'll get up and I'll just – I would do my runs at night sometimes. I would go two miles, 20 minutes. That was my standard. And I woke up. It was 3 in the morning. And the first thought was – Streaks over. I didn't. Make, I didn't even make fifty days. My thing was, let's go for fifty. And you did three sixty-five. It's hard. Yeah, my standard was a little shorter. Mine was one continuous mile, or if I was running faster, like at least ten minutes. Um, so it, I just I made that the decision because I had some longer runs planned um, and just wanted those easy days after those long runs to be manageable, so I could actually complete it. <laughs> That's kind of like mine. I have a streak going as well. and But mine, I allow myself to walk because um, especially over the winter, um, I got COVID. Um, I got like I was just sick for a couple of weeks. And if all I could do was walk, that was the manage- manageable thing for me. So, yeah, I've been going for I, I, if I do it today, which I will, <laughs> uh, 589. Five. I've been doing it since like mid mid 2020. When does that make it? Yeah. Mid, like June 1st, I think. So yours is run and or run walk. and or walk as long as it completes one mile. And I do allow myself to do it on the treadmill because I have one. So it, it does make it easy. But I totally commend you for all of your outdoor miles. Like I am a fair weather runner, 100 percent. Like if it's cold and rainy, I'm like, nope, not doing it. So, so it's just tough. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Denise, you live in Maine and Maine, yep. New Hampshire gets cold, but Maine gets yep. cold. And you're on the sea coast. You're... You get extra props for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily colder, but the wind is probably definitely mm-hmm. harder on the coast than inland. But um, so yeah, 364 of those days were outside. That's so. I had to, so I had to give in one because I was a little sad, but it was just I had waited too long in the day, um, and it was just a sheet of ice outside, and I didn't have my traction because I was still at work, and it was a whole mess. And so that was that was that was right at the end, right? Yeah, it was December 22nd. <laughs> Well, that's the safe thing to do. Like if you don't want to risk an injury, so I would have done it. Absolutely. Do you you have a treadmill at home or did you go to a gym for it? I don't. um, I work at a university and I, we get the access to that gym. Um, So I try not to go like they have a lot of, you know, mass mandates and COVID restrictions at the moment. So it kind of makes running a little bit difficult um, if you're doing some intervals and things like that. I know what that's like. I spend almost every weekend at a college anywhere across new england so let's talk about uh all right what do you learn what were the hardest days easiest days um how, how'd this go yeah overall it went great um i think the biggest thing i learned was the importance of how to and to r- not run at the same pace for all of your runs um i've always heard people say that right like run easy on easy days run hard on hard days but i never had really put it into practice Um, And honestly, probably not even until May or June did I really start like actively trying to think about that. Um, And it has really made an overall effect on my pace significantly. So that's been really exciting. Those slow and easy days are kind of super important. Mm -hmm. And we were just talking about it the other day with one of our other friends running who signed up for a half marathon. And she goes, 
I did two miles today without walking. I'm going to go for three tomorrow. And one of them was like, why don't you take a quick recovery day and go for three the next day? You know, maybe do a super slow, easy mile and don't push it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to work up to it. Definitely. So and that that would prevent from other things like injuries. And did you make this injury free this whole year? I I did. Knock on wood. We'll knock on some for you too, yes. (laughs) Any setbacks or any moments where you're like, this isn't going to happen? Yeah, life. Um, I think the hardest days were when life gets stressful. Um, I had some like unexpected house renovations, a terrible first contractor, a stressed out sick dog all in the month of July. Hmm. Um, So there were a few days spent running up and down the road of the emergency vet while my dog was inside getting treated. Oh, no. Uh, So thankfully, I had an amazing support system. Hmm? Running, it could be a nice stress reliever there. Oh, yeah. It was definitely a way to pass time because people weren't allowed in. So some people were like outside tailgating. It was pretty wild. And here I am just like running loops up and down the road. (laughs) You're the normal one there. (laughs) That's that's good. Um, But thankfully, I have an amazing support system of family, friends, runaways, which is my um, amazing running group full of badass, um, like-minded runners. Um, And by that point, even some strangers on Instagram that were along for the ride, um, all of whom were just rooting for me to reach 365. Right on. Excellent. (laughs) Did did you tell me like there was maybe a day or two where you didn't run yet and maybe you're with your friends or your runaways and maybe you had one or two drinks already and they encouraged you to get out there? Yeah. Um, so what in July, that perfect storm of life, you know, hit sometimes. Um, and I honestly didn't know how I was mentally going to keep up. Um, some of my runs didn't happen until 8 PM or later. Some happened after a couple beers and coaxing by some great friends. <laughs> um, it truly did take a village to get me through um, the tough patches. But after that, it was pretty smooth sailing. Awesome. Hey, Erica, by the way, Denise mm. was supposed to be on my uh, Reach the Beach team. That never happened. Uh, she, I was supposed yeah. to be <laughs> at yeah. one point. And I pulled her on, too. Tried to. When I found out we lost like six people and I'm trying to recruit a bunch, I finally got her on the whole summer. She goes, ah, I don't know. I'm going to take some time off. We created her name. Oh, which, I was mad at you. <laughs> which now I can't remember the leopard shield. Yeah, because my team yeah. were, uh, were the penguins, the penguins marching south. And... My team, like, for one reason or another, couldn't, like, connect that year. And he's like, oh, we're the leopard seals. We're going to come after you. And So, like, Google what no. what the number one predator of a penguin is. It's a leopard seal. How rude, right? <laughs> How rude. <laughs> it would have been fine if I was on the team, though. I'll let it slide. So, hopefully, we get to do it again. Um, it's still a bucket list event for me, and I know it's for you. Eric has done it, like, six times. Oh, yeah, we've done it. Um, the Penguins have been marching for quite a few years now. I think 2016 was our inaugural year. And then we did like a, a trail um, Ragnar, too. So we're going strong. So speaking of going strong, how's the street going? It's still going. Um, I haven't stopped it yet. Um, today's day 377. And you already uh, ran, right? I did already run today, okay. yeah. One mile outside. And uh, what's the goal? I don't have one yet. Um, I just knew I wasn't ready to stop running when the year ended. So just keep swimming, right? Yeah. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Originally, you told me like it's going to end on Monday, which would have been like the third. And then when I uh, sent you the show notes, 
And I'm like, why'd you stop? You, you, you changed it and go, I didn't stop. I, I couldn't, I kept going. And it, in a weird way, Ashley read this, uh, my, my wife, Ashley, and she goes, I totally understand. I really want to stop breastfeeding right now, but I'm not ready. <laughs> and she compared it to breastfeeding. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you just get so used to doing something. So I can see that. Just, yeah. Yeah. Had to go around. Well, that's awesome. So let's talk about uh, our podcast on the runs, play on words, as we all know. And <laughs> we love stories, good, bad, ugly. Everyone has a code Brown story, whether it is a real code Brown or just a, oh crap moment. Do you have any for us? Um, I do. It's kind of a code brown, I guess, but not in terms of what norm what you normally consider. More of a muddy code brown. <laughs> um, so I ran a 20k trail race um, on April 27th of 2019 um, in New England. So the website for the race even has a disclaimer that there will be mud on this trail and your shoes will get dirty. Right. So now living in New England, running or hiking in the spring, right? You know that there's going to be a lot of mud. So I honestly didn't even think twice about signing up. However, it had rained heavily the entire 24 hours prior to this race. Um, I think I can see where this is going. (laughs) At the start line, they even said there's a section of waist high water. Now, honestly, (laughs) waist high. Yeah. No. I honestly was like, yeah, okay. Some big puddles. All right, let's go. So off we went about a third of the way through this race. Here comes the big puddle. (laughs) No, no lie. Without exaggeration, it looked like there was a lake in the middle of these woods. (laughs) So again, everybody immediately slows down, stops running, kind of like assess, like, how do I even begin to do this? Um, So kind of start wading in the wading into this lake. Um, the first step, I slid on the mud underneath and almost go all the way under and oh caught my myself on <laughs> um, this like branch or rock or something underneath the water. And thankfully went just up to my chin and didn't go all the way under. Um, so now kind of wade through the rest of this puddle, fully soaked. Now all well knowing that it's an out and back race and I have to come back through that same puddle on the way back. So oh, I want to no. I want to pause you. Yeah. It was what? I want to pause you here. It was about a third of the way into the race, so a little mm-hmm. over five k, and yeah. you had to go all the way out and then back. So basically, you were wading water and you're soaked, and then you had to run this way the rest the rest of the way. Yeah, and then get wet all over again on the way back, which which, which is kind um, of fine at the end, but in the beginning, it's kind of like oh crap, oh. Cold brown. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So much mud. Um, They really were not lying when they said that. Um, So (laughs) now get to the end of the race. And it's kind of chilly, right? The end of April is not always the warmest. And you're soaking wet running. So now you're sweaty, cold. Honestly went to try to take my clothes off. And they were soaked and caked onto my body that I had to honestly (laughs) go ask for help. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) them off it was um very helpless i felt so helpless but you know it's a funny story to laugh about now i love that (laughs) that is insane i cannot even imagine i'd be like no i'm turning around at this point this is not happening the the clothing part reminded me of anchor down (laughs) so erica did erica did a major like her first ultra and it was 
you know, 5,000% humid mm-hmm. and she could barely get her clothes off. And she's in like this, uh, tense like structure that looks like a porta potty with no roof. And she finally gets like her top off and throws <laughs> it out from the roof and it lands it's... on my foot <laughs> with a slap, mind you, a slap, Ugh. like, cause it was so heavy cause of the mm-hmm. sweat and the water and all the moisture so gross <laughs> i can just imagine with mud though that's just uh the gross grimy ugh. not not my cup of tea <laughs> that's a that's a great story thanks for sharing do you, you ever done anything else with mud like a tough mutter i have not no i've stayed away from those on purpose those are erica, those are erica's favorite races he's lying he's lying i hate them i hate them they're awful <laughs> I, I want to talk about another story, um, and then we'll transition. And um, we're going to ask you before we went live if you want to stick around, and we forgot. So I think we're just going to have you stick around for our Walt Disney World Marathon talk topic because you've done one, but um, you have a story about that too. And not not, not the race itself, but yeah. the adventure. <laughs> it was definitely a, an adventure. Um, I kind of call it a beautiful disaster. Um, it was so it was, Disney was supposed to be my first marathon. Um, I had originally planned to run a marathon in May of 2015, um, but the training had started right in the middle of winter. It was going, you know, to be mentally tough. I knew I was having some challenges in my life and just didn't have the strength or mental capacity to do it. So fast forward a couple of years, um, I went to my running group um, in July of 2017. um, And my friend was randomly asked, hey, do you want to run the Disney marathon with me at the end of um, in January. And I was like, yes, <laughs> she was kind of surprised. And she was like, well, you have to go to Florida. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, so in September of 2017, we started training, um, and ran the majority of our long runs together. It was a blast. It was exactly what we both needed to kind of get through that first marathon training cycle. Now comes the fun part. Um, the Disney adventure was planned. The flights were booked. Tapering is going well, right? We're getting ready. Um, and in comes the blizzard up the entire East Coast. Uh, the race was on a Sunday. Now it's uh, Wednesday afternoon, right before the race. Um, my flight for Friday gets canceled. <laughs> I try to rebook my flight out of any airport, any airline within four hours of my house in Maine. Nothing, no flights anywhere. So I panic call my mom um, and was asked her if she wanted to drive to Florida with me. If I picked up a rental car that night, because we would have to leave almost immediately if we were driving. Um, so at 10 p.m., I pick up a rental car in Portland, uh, drive, pick up my mom by like midnight in New Hampshire, and off we go through a blizzard. <laughs> the beginning of the trip was smooth sailing. Um, we finally hit the blizzard in Virginia, um, and thankfully we the, went through the kind of the worst of it, and it only took about an hour, so not too terrible. Keep driving south. We get to South Carolina where we had booked a hotel for uh, Thursday night. Now, being born and raised in New England, I've always heard of the South getting completely shut down with like an inch of snow. They but I had never week. really. That's huh? right. Just last yeah. week they did. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I never really fully understood what that meant until this trip. So once the sun sets, the road conditions start getting pretty icy. There's no salt, sand trucks, nothing. All we are seeing is just cars abandoned on the side of the road. Um, So we continue on. We pull off at our hotel exit, and we notice the gas stations are closed. McDonald's is closed. Everything appears closed. Yeah. 
So we park at the hotel and we literally like ice skate our way into the lobby. It's packed with people. We get into our room. Now we need to try and find dinner in this town that is closed. Um, so no lie, the hotel was so booked because it was um, the emergency shelter for all of the employees and their families. And they had eaten most of the food. Oh, no. So these yeah. so scrounged up like a frozen pizza for us. Um, we eat our frozen pizza, go to our room. Um, the next morning, wake up and drive the rest of the way to Florida. We get settled in. The marathon was uneventful. It went really well, but nothing like the whole trip. <laughs> Um, and I hadn't been to Disney since I was a little girl. Everything was just new and exciting. I don't know if you've run. If, oh, you did. You did the Dopey Challenge, right? Yeah. The same year, actually. Uh, I didn't. I had no idea. I did it in 2017 as well. But I, I had flown down like Tuesday, so I must have just missed all of that crap. Yeah. So the training oh, was man. in 2017. I ran in 2018. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but just like running through the castle and everything was just like a dream. It was it was a great experience that I'll never forget. That's awesome. So uh, what's next? Um, I have a marathon on Sunday, um, January 16th in Jekyll Island in Georgia. And I will be driving down again. That, that's, in, was, that's in six days. Yeah. We're going to have to bring you back. <laughs> Got to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Road trip number two. Road trip number two, marathon number five, and it's in six days. Everyone's going to want to know. Erica's mom is going to want to know. Shout out to Erica's mom, our number one fan. She says she's our biggest fan. Hi, mom. (laughs) So six days. When are you leaving? Thursday morning. Okay. It's Monday night, everyone who's listening. And, uh, oh, this is great. You can play this for your mom. Yeah. (laughs) We can listen to it on the way down. (laughs) Hi, Denise's mom. Rock star, co-pilot. Hello. <laughs> and that's in Georgia? Yes. Awesome. So that's going to be great. All right. You want to yeah. stick around for the uh, – we, we, we want to talk to you about Walt Disney Marathon too because we got some uh, – that just happened. Some Another woman made some, you know, crush it. Some history, yeah. So we're going to talk about it. And then we're going to debate real quick. What time was the race when you ran? Do you remember how early it was? 5.30, I think, in the morning. I think that's when they start. But what time, Early. What time did he have to be there? Ooh, like 3.30, I think. Like, get to get on a bus really early and then hang out for mm-hmm. a very long time. I don't think that's going to happen for me, but we're going to talk about <laughs> it. So we'll do it right after this. All right, Erica. Walt Disney World Marathon Week. Oh, so exciting. All right. So uh, this past weekend was the uh, Walt Disney World Marathon weekend. Um, so if you've never heard of it before, they do. Um, well, they just heard about it. Well, the marathon, yes. <laughs> but they do um, the, f- the four events. It's Thursday to Sunday. There's a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon. So if you complete all four of the events, that's called the Dopey Challenge for obvious reasons. <laughs> um, so I completed this in 2017. Super fun, but it is no joke. Um, it's 48.6 total miles. And like Denise said, five, five thirty AM start time. So that's like a two thirty AM wake up call, getting on a bus, yada, yada. It's, it's a lot of work. So, um, and I'm not sure if we talked about this part, if it's in our last episode or not, but, um, when Katie volunteered at Boston in October, she manned the, uh, the first Gatorade table. It at, is in our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so mile two. Um, so she got to see all the elites go by and, um, Katie actually gave Gatorade to, uh, the elite runner, Brittany Charbonneau. Not only that, Denise, 
It was on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I had taped it because I'm a nerd that way and I like watching marathons on TV. But um, yeah, you could see Katie handing off the Gatorade in one of the clips. I was like, oh my God, it's Katie. So besides that, um, so Katie, being all awesome, um, giving her the Gatorade, decided to start following Brittany on Instagram. And then this weekend happened and uh, Katie told us that Brittany had won the Disney 5K. And we found out that she was doing the whole dopey challenge. So that's super cool. I'm like, this is this is awesome. We got to pay attention. So for that 5K, got to tell you, she ran an average of a 536 minute mile. Like that's insane for this 5K, like 17 minutes, something like that. Oh, hold on. My so- cat's on the table. <laughs> oh, my cat. Okay. So we're all hooked. We want to know how she's going to keep doing. So we keep tabs on her. Uh, We find out she went on to win the 10K with a 550 average. She she won the half marathon with a 601 average. And then she came in to sweep and win the full with a 615 average. And this super cool stat, which, like, we're going to totally fangirl over her now. Um, She's the first person, male or female, to sweep the whole series, the uh, Dopey Challenge. And I think that's super freaking cool. So, yeah, we uh, I follow her on Strava now. I follow her Instagram and Go Brittany. Right? When I was um I was looking up how to say her name and I found out she's got a documentary on YouTube. So, I was super excited and I watched that. So, I totally uh, recommend checking her out. Um she is the funny runner. Um so that's the title of her documentary. So, um yeah, her documentary goes on to show how Brittany has like all the races she's run and one marine corps being one of them and she does all this cool stuff like she'll she'll just run around trying to collect coins and like the end of the year she'll be like i collected like 32 dollars worth of change so is she your new favorite or she's up there Courtney i mean walter still number one well no we have addy i got i got so many i'm just gonna fangirl all of them <laughs> but um she was even on a quest to break what are called FKTs, which are fastest known times for trails in Colorado where she lives. So I'm like, you're just you're just cool. And this is all due to Katie giving her a Powerade. Gatorade. Yes. Thank you, Katie. We appreciate you. <laughs> so now because of this whole dopey thing happening again, um, the Breakfast Club is planning on taking on some Disney races in hopefully next year, if not in the near future. Um, I think I'll wind up trying the dopey again to see how I do. But um, we're looking at half, maybe a full marathon for Katie and Jana. So how about you, Newt? Eh? Eh? I'm going to Disney World in December. Ugh, you're going to ruin it, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Be, that would no, be you're going to have fun with your kids and the, your family. That would be the very next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That's that's some tight, tight but it travel. Might be, it might be the 2.30 a.m. wake-up calls that turn me away. I don't know. You know I am like the complete opposite of a morning person. If I can do it, you can do it. I want to do it. If we do it. Next year, I don't know. If we do it the year after, I'm all in. Well, we'll just see when we can actually get everybody together to want to train for this because that is – it is a lot of work. And so, Denise, uh, morning person, you? If I have to be. Like in the summer, absolutely because I do not like running in the heat. So I usually get my runs done early. But now, so, no way. No way. All right. So – but most of these races, early early wake-up calls, not 2.30, but you you could handle it. You think you could ever yes. do a dopey challenge? It's on my bucket list. I was just going to say you could maybe add me to your list. Yes, I let's might, get Denise yeah. to come. 
All right. We are all, all on board for that. So when we plan this, when we do it, see, here's how I can do this. And Ashley listens, so she'll hear this. And she'll be nodding, okay, it's usually how it works. If I get a group like us, if it was just me, it's a little, little more of a battle to be like, hey, I want to do an Ironman, you know, let's go to Canada and do an Ironman, you know. But if it's like, if it's a group thing, it can happen. Yeah. Always happen. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> We're going to steal Nude away again. So it would be potentially you, me, Katie, Shauna, maybe Shauna. Ooh, Shauna should, you know, baby stroll the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you try to convince her to do that. And maybe Denise. So she's done it before. She pushed Adeline in a baby stroller. Uh, oh, it's a great picture. I'm going to share it. I may have shared it before on our own account. Mm-hmm. Um, in a five, I was training for Ironman Montreblanc, and... I had to run this 5K series, and so Shauna's like, I'm just going to jog for fun, and I had Adeline for the day. I forget what Ashley was doing, and so she ran with Adeline in the stroller, and Adeline was not amused, not one (laughs) bit at all, and it's the greatest picture because then I run back as my cool down. I grab the stroller. I finish again with her. The woman, the girl who's like Miss New Hampshire knew me because she knew my brother and my sister. She knew my sister, Mm -hmm. and uh, hi, Hannah. Hannah likes to listen. Hi, Hannah. We, uh, she's like, oh, hey, good job. The first time I, I crossed the finish line. And then she sees me again 20 minutes later crossing. She goes, did you do it again? <laughs> yeah, just like to repeat for fun. All right. Hey, Denise, before we let you go, where can people follow you? Where can they find you? You said you had strangers on Instagram. We want to get you more strangers. <laughs> yeah. So me and my dog, Cubby, are on Instagram as Wanderdog and D. Wanderdog and D. We're going to share that for you. And um, we're going to talk to you in two weeks. Does that sound good? That sounds great. I look forward to it. Good luck in your marathon in six days. Hopefully the road trip is uh, eventful, but not like last time. We want smooth sailing for you. Smooth sailing. For sure. Thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. And uh, thanks for coming on. Being our first ever guest, fingers crossed, when we hit this stop button, everything went well. (laughs) Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good night. Thanks, Denise. Best of luck. We'll talk to you soon. (laughs) Wait, wait one second. All right, Denise, you ever heard of Koala Clip? I have, actually. Do you want one? Yeah, that would be great. I haven't actually tried one out yet. I've heard good things. All right. So you get a tough choice here. You want gray or black? Uh, Black sounds good. All right. I'm going to send you a Koala clip who sent us some cool swag. And uh, you let us know how it goes. I'll mail it to you. Okay. Will do. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks again for coming on. That was so awesome. Thank you so much, Denise, for coming on. It was a blast talking to you. Thank you for being our first guest. It was like a dream come true there. It really was. We we talked about doing an interview. Yeah. We talked about bringing people on. We never talked about bringing Denise on, and then we bring her on as number one. Yeah. And I think she was the perfect first guest. Perfect. All right. So I think it's time for our cool down. Yep. Everyone's let's, let's probably like, all right, all right. Dragging let's... on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick power zone pack. We just finished week one. Yep. My legs were toast yesterday. Uh, today, I think it goes into zone four of the Monday ride, something like that. And it's Dennis. <laughs> I know you love Dennis. I don't mind Dennis. He's he's fine. But then the next ride is Olivia, and then it's Matt for two. Matt's the accelerator mm-hmm. as well. Uh, speaking of Matt. Ooh, I've got a new challenge that I'm doing. Um, Team Wilpers is doing a just a winter run challenge, and their goal is to try to get you to run a faster 20-minute time. So tonight, I got, I pretty much have the 
run equivalent of an FTP test, which I'm not looking forward to. But um, balls to the walls, 20 minutes, kind of going as fast as I can without bonking. And uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. So it's like a five, you brought the, you, you made me remember, um, Scott would make me do these things called a 5K test. Uh-huh. And run it as hard as you can for 5K, and mm-hmm. you get your your zones, your tempo, your race pace, your marathon, your crazy, insane. There's seven zones. I don't Anyways. know if this really translates to, to getting zones, but it's just trying to get you to run a stronger 20 minutes. So I, I'm on the phone with Scott the other day, mm-hmm. who's in his RV in Florida by himself. His, he's his, in Florida by <laughs> He's supposed to go with his Canadian girlfriend, and yeah. uh, she stayed in Canada. Oh. Uh, covid reasons and all that mm-hmm. and i'm telling him about the training we're doing the marathon he goes well what what pace zones was the last time you did a uh a 5k test and i'm like it's been a while and i and then i go oh but i got one planned two weeks from now <laughs> now he roped you into and it <laughs> i totally made that up and now i'm like i got two weeks and i gotta do a 5k test outside mm-hmm. we have a route around our work that he's no longer welcome at <laughs> he's welcome he's welcome Why? he just doesn't work there anymore oh that would do uh, it. so he hasn't gone back but um it's like it's so what like, you're just gonna run it and then repeat it and i will run it improve. and reset my new zones and mm. and i'm gonna possibly throw up doing it code brown the, the other <laughs> end so you're really you're really gonna gonna yeah. make it count yeah but you know so the marathon training i'm doing week six it's beginning of week five right now mm-hmm. no i just finished five so it's beginning of week five no six and then i'll have to do it before part two it's three-part training yes so i'll do it and reset my zone so my temple zone and the temple runs go from 30 minutes now to 45 i did my long run today mm-hmm. so about a 70 minute run it wasn't really for distance it was just for time in my mind so mm-hmm. yeah power zone packs going well marathon training is going really well to be honest it's going really well yeah, I I still I'm I'm lacking in the uh, strength training department because last week I tried to do this um, hardcore calendar, which is a sub, not a subsidiary of Peloton, but uh, somebody put together a whole calendar of classes, and I like burnt out my lower half like in one class, and it took a solid like six days for it to feel better. So. The, the strength's <laughs> tough for me too because like. I feel like I get a little bit. I go skiing at least once a week yeah. with Adeline, and I do a couple well, runs. That on my plus own. power zone, it just totally drains me. And, I'm, drains and you. I'm skating, so I'm trying to be mindful of not overdoing it. Mm-hmm. No, and, that's um, a good idea. And like like we talked about, Denise, easy days are really easy days. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the last last part, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at on the runs, and you remember you can email us. At on the runs pod at gmail but i want to talk about this one thing bob saget Ugh, poor danny tanner <laughs> he was a staple of my childhood you know what the first thing i thought was hmm. was that oh he gets to finally be with his wife oh my god but it wasn't bob saget's <laughs> it was danny tanner's yes, wife yes yes who, who i don't think you ever meet or even see a picture of in full house <sighs> you know what i'd have to rewatch like the whole series for the love of it <laughs> and, and i was so disappointed because fuller house came out on netflix a couple years ago and oh, I, was, I loved fuller house don't don't do not talk well, bad about it <laughs> i i loved it but you know what was disappointing hmm. john stamos bob saget what's the other guy's name coolier yeah dave they were on dave they were on the first episode and i was so bummed when they weren't there anymore 
they were they had cameos in the rest of the season. Maybe series. little cameos. Actually, they weren't on quite as often, but I I, I kind of wanted the. They never got the Olsen twins though, man. Those were like the only two who they didn't get Where back. Where are they these days? I, I don't know. I, there's a there's a little <laughs> sister, by the way. I didn't know this. Speaking of well, that, Elizabeth like, Olsen, are you serious? Yeah, no, I didn't know. Uh, that's for another day. Dude. I mean, I found out <laughs> recently, like something happened, and something on Google, and then you get all the everything Elizabeth Olsen all over my Google. Yeah, like we we're talking about. You know? Yeah, we're gonna have to pick that up on another time. Though I'm we'll looking at your it. chewy chocolate chip granola bar, and I'm gonna get a bunch of granola bar ads. Watch, <laughs> I'm gonna get granola bar ads. I want the gooder ads. Bring it on. So, anyways, Bob Saget. I found this on uh, on YouTube. Uh, I'm taking it from Team Coco, Conan O'Brien, who I always really enjoyed. So, I'm gonna play this as our the way we send you out. Right after Erica tells us, don't forget to stretch. Bob, if I can call you Bob, that is your name. <laughs> You're writing a book about your life. I, I and am. and I, I, I'm hoping, because I'll be the first in line to get that book, that there'll be some <laughs> full house stories in there that are behind the scenes and scandalous. And they're Anything, because not... you have a dirty mind, you know? Well, you do. He does. I'm not... I'm telling you the truth. I, I think everybody does, kind of, except... Oh, not like you. Not like you, Bob. <laughs> I don't mean it. No, I'm no, actually, yeah, you're a good guy, I, I, uh, but you, your mind goes sometimes to dirty places. I'm picturing you both in a hotel room right now, and I'm just kind of wedged <laughs> like a hydro because that gets what very is little. What is happening there? Well, you guys were, <laughs> but you were doing that. You said you were kind of tangent. I don't remember any of that. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, doing a sitcom for family stuff has residualed with me. Um, and in the book, I'm actually writing about it. We had a live donkey on the show once, which people might have seen that uh, episode. I forgot it. I was right. like, I don't know, on NyQuil or something that year. But um, we had a there, live... there was an episode of Full House where there's a, a donkey on the set. A live donkey called Eeyore, mm -hmm. which was a great name to come up with it. Um, yeah. And then the donkey with a studio audience, and it was like full air conditioning and stuff. I don't know if this has ever happened here, but the donkey <laughs> got excited in front of the audience, and it, 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 it got an erection yeah. in front of the... Now, I don't know if that's ever happened here. Yes. And you, you We've had it. animals you here. And I, th then... I thought you, meant, you have a desk, so no one would know. That's what I. <laughs> There's a reason this thing is bolted down. Put it that way. I, I, I am. I am dirty. Apparently, I am dirty. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. So all right, far. All right. So let's talk about. So let's talk about the donkey erection all again. Right. <laughs> Well, it got it got aroused, and I didn't know what to do because there were kids there. The kids were younger, sure. and, and and John Stamos, uh, handsome yogurt man, and uh, <laughs> like a, he's like a sister to me. And, yeah. and Dave, Dave, Dave Coulier, the yeah. other friend, was Joey. Uh, we were standing there, and the kids were young, and I didn't know what to do, so I started to call the thing Peppermill instead of Eeyore because it it looked like you know when you go to Olive Garden and you get fresh ground pepper. <laughs> you know, it looked like the whole. It looked like a peppermill. It looked like a peppermill. Yeah. So I said. So I was saying that. So to diffuse the situation around children, yes. you okay. started yelling, Peppermill, Peppermill. Because I, I, I wanted to help the children. Yeah. Uh, and, pr and protect them. Sure. But this, this is what is in the book, stuff like that, that stayed with me. Because this is a true thing. I will be in a restaurant, and I will get a Caesar salad, and the guy will come over, and he'll go, would you like some fresh ground pepper? And I'll just go, you get that thing away from me. That is, that is, a, that is a donkey's Okay, what, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Well, thank you. What are you doing? I don't know. I mean, you got, 
You got audio people. They can do things. No, no, no. We can't afford to do that. Uh, <laughs> that's going out to all of America.